Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I have one bet still pending for Tuesday. That's the Kansas UNLV game. I have a ticket on the running Rebels plus the 13 and a half. I'll post all the official results in the show notes, though. I win on Minnesota in college football minus the three and a half. Who says you need to throw when you can run like that? Gophers get the job done and cash the ticket for me. I had Rice plus the three and a half against Texas State. Bad bet on my part. Never helps, though, when you turn it over six times in a football game. Not a good idea, so I lose that ticket. NBA, I had the under 237 between the Magic and the Wizards. I lose that ticket. In the NHL, I was sleeping at the wheel. I put a bet in for Wednesday, thinking it was a Tuesday game. No NHL action on Tuesday, so I have the Capitals and the Rangers back on my card again with the over six for Wednesday. So that's how Tuesday went. Now let's get to the Wednesday card. I think they're playing all these games on Wednesday. I don't know. I probably made another mistake. We'll find out. So I have four college football games. I have the two coin flip bets, and then I'm going to bet both college basketball games here on the docket. So let's start with the Military Bowl. In Annapolis, Maryland, it's Virginia Tech and Tulane. First half under the 23 and a half. So I've been a big fan of Tulane this season, but I think this is a bad motivational spot for them. The Green Wave, of course, had dreams of a much bigger bowl game prior to the loss to SMU in the conference title game. So you have the bowl disappointment. You have your head coach leaving for Houston. You have your star quarterback opting out, hoping to be a day two pick in the NFL draft. And then you're also out a wide receiver and a tight end that played a big factor in the offense. So I'm not expecting much from the two-lane offense in this game. Virginia Tech is 6-6 six and six on the season. All six wins this year have been by 17 or more for the Hokies. So I strongly considered laying the big number with Virginia Tech. But instead, I'm going to go, when in doubt, bet the first half under, and that's what I'm going to do. Virginia Tech and Tulane, first half under the 23 and a half. Next up, we head to the Dukes Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's West Virginia, minus the six and a half against North Carolina. So this is an interesting one to me. Kind of flip-flop a little bit here. Both teams finished the year eight and four. West Virginia is happy about it. North Carolina is disappointed with it. North Carolina lost four of their final six games with an NFL first-rounder at quarterback. Their defense was just terrible, giving up 37.2 points per game over the final six. They will have no scholarship tight end even making the trip. They'll be down seven starters for this game, including their star quarterback, Drake May, and they've lost three straight bowl games under head coach Mac Brown. So the opt-out and portal edge belongs to West Virginia. But Mac Brown almost sold me this week about how excited and motivated this team will be to play, having an opportunity after sitting on the bench all year. But then I'm reminded that talent does matter, so I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Mountaineers of West Virginia over North Carolina. Next up, we head to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, California. I just don't want to bet this game. Last time I watched Louisville, they scored six points, had just 188 yards of total offense against Florida State, and now they will be without two of their best skill position players. But they do get to face a USC defense that gave up 30 or more points in each of the last eight games. It's crazy to think with opt-outs, no Caleb Williams, and how bad Louisville looked against Florida State. I think the value is on the over here, 
So I'm going to bet USC and Louisville over the 58 and a half points in the Holiday Bowl. Next up on the card, we head to the Texas Bowl in Houston, Texas. It's Texas A&M without 13 players that played 200 snaps this season. Opt-outs hit the position groups hard. Three starters from the defensive backfield, three starting defensive linemen, and the right side of the offensive line. Jimbo Fisher, well, he was already gone. Now Bobby Petrino is gone for the Aggies. So you have roster turnover, coaching staff turnover. Meanwhile, Oklahoma State is, business as usual, focused on bouncing back from that disappointing 28-point loss to Texas in the Big 12 championship game. I like the Cowboys of Oklahoma State, minus the two over Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl. Next up, we go to the coin flips, kind of shaking up the order here today. In the NBA, it's Phoenix at Houston, total of 225 and a half. Tails it is, I'm on the under 225 and a half between the Suns and the Rockets. Then the holdover on my card, that was already in yesterday. I'm on the Capitals and the Rangers over the six on the frozen pond. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up, we go to college basketball. And with only two college basketball games in the docket, both with tough numbers tonight, let's peel the onion back a little bit more and maybe we can find some areas of opportunity. So as you know, I'm not a big X and O type handicapper. I look at the computer models but I'll be more of a motivational factor type handicapper. I like the letdowns, the look-aheads, the rivalries, the revenge, the bounce-back spots. That tends to be more of my wheelhouse. Or we haven't had enough of these this year, but I always love the little school hosting the big school, of course. Those are the type of things that I love. So let's start with home court edge. Ken Palm numbers vary. And this year, West Virginia is number one in the country with a 4.6 points per game edge when they host a game compared to Navy, ranks dead last this year with only a 1.1 point per game home court advantage. So once again, not my numbers, but numbers that I look at in my handicap. And when you talk about three and a half points of variance in college basketball, that's a huge number given the percentage of games that finish within three points of the spread. Tonight, Virginia's at home. They rank 122nd with a more traditional 3.2 point per game home court advantage. And Cal Baptist is at home. They rank 181st with a 2.9 point per game home edge. Now, those are the computer numbers of home court advantage. Is there a motivational variance to that home court edge? Well, looking at these two games, I don't think there's a huge one. And if anything, you actually have to discount it a little bit. Looking at the Virginia game, loudest fans in the building typically are the students. Well, a large percentage of the students are off campus for the holiday break. So this isn't a rival or a conference game or a big opponent. This is 4-10 and 10 Morgan State on December the 27th. They're not going to get up for that game. They're not going to come back to town early for that game. So I would expect not as good of a crowd, not as good of an environment tonight for Virginia at home. 
Last year, Virginia played Albany on December the 28th. Similar type of opponent. Paid attendance was down, but not by a ton. Butts in the seats might have been a little bit of a different story, but I can't find that type of number out there online. Still, I would lean towards discounting the home court edge from the typical number. Same holds true for Cal Baptist. Last game played between Christmas and New Year's for them had a 15% paid attendance drop. So once again, probably a little discounted compared to those normal home court edges. So what other motivational factors need to be considered? For Cal Baptist and Chicago State, well, they were both in the WAC conference for a bit. Chicago State has actually never won at Cal Baptist, and Cal Baptist beat them 62-53 to in 2022 on the road. Both teams are coming off a loss, so I give Chicago State a little motivational edge in this game based on the fact they've never won at Cal Baptist and they got beat by him last time out. Morgan State and Virginia. Well, Morgan State has dropped two straight. Both expected. Virginia's coming off a disappointing 23-point loss at Memphis. Might be a little more of a motivational edge for them to have a sharp effort tonight. But on the flip side, their conference play starts on Saturday in the ACC, so they could be looking ahead a little bit. So summary, uh, I think this game is a no-motivational edge between Morgan State and Virginia. Then when it comes to injuries, 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 nothing easy to research here. Info is often limited, but not made public until game day. Morgan State, their leading scorer has missed three straight games. Fourth leading scorer hasn't played since November the 22nd, so he's expected to be out. For Virginia, their Georgetown transfer, playing 19 minutes per game, hasn't played since November the 22nd as well. Other than that, I'm not finding anything. So the injury edge, it's to Virginia if the Morgan State leading scorer misses his fourth consecutive game. Cal Baptist and Chicago State, nothing that I can find in the rotation, so no edge there from an injury perspective. Current line is Virginia by 26. My computer models have Virginia winning by 25 and winning by 27.5. Not a lot of value there. Cal Baptist is favored in this one by 11.5. My computer models have Cal Baptist by 12 and Cal Baptist by 10.5. A split opinion sounds like politics to me, so no help there when it comes to the computer numbers. Home and away trends, Virginia 7-0 at home, Morgan State 0-6 on the road, Chicago State 3-4 on the road, Cal Baptist 5-3 at home. No real standouts there for me. Schedule strength, Virginia 115th in the country, Morgan State 90th, Chicago State 336th in the country, Cal Baptist 316th. Small edges, once again, nothing impactful for me. Computer ranked Virginia 39th, Morgan State 343rd, Chicago State 312th, Cal Baptist 163rd. Strengths and weaknesses, Virginia third best team in defensive efficiency, Morgan State 318th in offensive efficiency. So I do give the exaggerated edge to Virginia there. Morgan State could really, really struggle when it comes to scoring the basketball tonight. Regression opportunity, Chicago State has failed to cover in two straight underperforming expectation by nine and a half in those two games. Cal Baptist has failed to cover in four straight, underperforming expectation by 29 and a half over those four games. So edge there, in my opinion, to Cal Baptist. Morgan State has covered in three straight games, outperforming expectation by 26 points over those three games. Virginia has failed to cover in two straight, underperforming expectation by 33 and a half points in those two games. So finally, my type of edge there, you have the overachieving team in Morgan State against the underachieving team 
in multiple games in Virginia. So official play there for me, Virginia minus the 26 against Morgan State. Knowing what I know now, unless the leading scorer was playing for Morgan State, I really wouldn't consider backing that side unless the number was over 30, to be quite honest. So I'll be on the Cavaliers here tonight. Once again, minus the 26 against Morgan State. Then I'm also going to play Chicago State plus the 11.5 at Cal Baptist. On a normal night, the number would need to be probably 7.5 or less to back Cal Baptist, 14 or more to back Chicago State. In this spot, though, there's a couple edges there to Chicago State I like, and then I tend, especially with a double-digit number, to lean towards getting the points versus laying the points. So that's why I'm going to go Chicago State and the Cougars against Cal Baptist. So just wanted to walk through a longer version of the college basketball handicap. Some of the things I look at on a consistent basis when it comes to these games. I know some of you kind of requested, hey, what what do you look at on some of these games? So I just wanted to go through some of those trends out there. But now let's recap the card for Wednesday as I've been all over the board. Here we go. College football, military bowl. I'm on Virginia Tech and Tulane. First half, under 23 and a half. The Dukes Mayo Bowl. I'm going to back West Virginia, minus the six and a half against North Carolina. The Holiday Bowl. I'm on USC and Louisville over the 58 and a half. Texas A&M Bowl. I'm on Oklahoma State, minus the two over Texas A&M. NBA coin flip. I'm on Phoenix and Houston, under the 225 and a half. Still on my card in the NHL. I'm on the Capitals and the Rangers over the six. College basketball, I'm on Virginia minus the 26 against Morgan State. I'm on Chicago State plus the 11 and a half at Cal Baptist. So that's my card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.